Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of A Heart That Burns. Today I'm going to take some time and just share some scriptures that have been burning in my heart, some questions that I've been asking the Lord, um, and uh, it's really been life-changing for me, quite honestly, and that might sound cliche, but uh, but it's been it's been improving my quality of life so much, and, and so we're just going to talk about simple truths uh, that you can begin to apply to your daily life that will cause you to walk in greater fullness of life, greater fullness of joy. And, uh, and so I'm really excited. Let's dive in. All right. So like I said, we're just going to talk about uh, some honestly, probably just one passage of scripture that that's really been stirring in my heart lately. And I I could just talk so much more, but I don't, I don't want to go super long in this podcast. So I'm sure there'll be episodes in the future where I, I go a little bit deeper into this topic. But, um, honestly today, I, I kind of just want to have like a coffee shop conversation with you. So just picture me sitting across the table from you. Um, just like we're friends, just just having a conversation because uh, really, I don't know any other way to to approach this. There's there's kind of a weightiness to it um, in in certain senses, but at the same time, there's such life and such joy and such freedom in it. And so, so I really want you to stick around and bear with me in this. Uh, I I know it's going to be fruitful for you in the end. Um, before I get started, uh, I just I need to clarify one thing, and that is that this message is for believers of Jesus Christ who have been filled with the Holy Spirit. And so, basically, if you have believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, if you've repented for your sin, if you are walking as a new creation, you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, and you've surrendered your life fully to the Lord, then what I'm about to share applies to you. And if you haven't, I promise you that would be the best decision of your life. Go find a local church, find a friend who who knows the Lord, who confesses Jesus Christ as their Lord, and and ask them what salvation means. Open up a Bible, Google it, and like whatever. But but I, I promise you that is the the decision of your life. Your whole life hinges on that one decision. The moment that you surrender your life to the Lord, the moment that you confess that He's God, repent of your sin. He comes and He puts His Spirit inside of you, lives inside of you. And and, and what that Holy Spirit living inside of us gives us access to is immeasurable power. Ephesians 1, 17 through 19 is this amazing prayer that Paul prays for the church in Ephesus. And, and he closes the prayer by, by saying that there's an immeasurable amount of power, exceeding greatness of power at work in us and toward us who believe because of the Holy Spirit that's inside of us. And so um, and so what I'm going to share today is really about kind of how to tap into that power. And uh, and so you need the Holy Spirit in order to experience uh, that power in your everyday life. So again, this is for believers who are filled with the Holy Spirit. So uh, whew, I'm going to just jump right into Galatians uh, 6 verse 8. Now this this scripture verse has just kind of been really heavy on my heart uh, the past couple of months or so. The Lord just keeps bringing it up. I keep finding myself hearing uh, hearing it, you know, in my head, and even hearing different songs playing that have 
this verse is their lyric and um and it's been stirring a dialogue in my heart that honestly has not been the easiest dialogue it's been um sacrificial it's been convicting at times um and yet it's been one of the most like i said life-giving fruitful uh realities as i've been saying yes to it and giving myself to it and so so the verse is like i said galatians 6 8 and paul is talking to the galatians and he says the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life and uh and the holy spirit just kind of began to convict me and and tenderly and i say convict you know I feel like the word conviction has gotten a bad rep in the church a lot. And and oftentimes we actually view condemnation as conviction. Uh, but I just want to remind you guys that it's the kindness of the Lord that leads us to repentance. And so if what you're calling conviction doesn't, doesn't feel kind, it doesn't feel gentle in spirit like God is, like the Holy Spirit is... Um, then I would encourage you to ask the Lord, God, is this your voice or is this the enemy? Is this my own self? You know, First John, I believe in chapter 4, it, it says that our own heart has the capacity to condemn us. Our own heart condemns us. But the love of God is greater. And so the love, the tender mercies of God, His kindness overshadows that condemning voice. And that's what leads us to repentance. It's not condemnation. Condemnation leads us to discouragement, but kindness leads us to repentance. And so, and so when I say that I felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit, I really just felt just the tender leading of the Lord of, of really asking me, do you want more of me? Because if you do, here's how you can get it. This is what I want for you. I'm not going to force it upon you, but I'm going to let you know that you have a choice to make. And so I just begin to feel that question in me. And, and, and so I begin to think of this reality. Okay, if I sow into my flesh, so if I, if I do things that feed my flesh, my, my fleshly desires, right? The things that in the natural realm feel good, the things that satisfy me, the, the cravings of, of my body, of my mind. If I give into those things, I'm sowing into the flesh. And when I sow into the flesh, I am going to reap from the flesh. And our flesh is disconnected from God. So when we reap from the flesh, we're reaping from a place of disconnectedness with God. Which, if God is our source of life, and our flesh is also known as our sinful nature, and it's the thing that's connected with evil, then if I'm sowing the flesh and I'm reaping from the flesh, then what I'm reaping is actually, it's death, it's corruption, it's it's disconnectedness from God. And yet at the same time, if I choose to sow into my spirit, if I choose to spend my time doing things that are going to increase my fellowship with the Holy Spirit, that are going to increase my connectedness with God through through talking with Him, through reading the Word, through doing things that 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 don't grieve the Spirit, but actually invite the Holy Spirit to be uh, to be more present in my life, where I'm including Him in in the dialogue of my life, so to speak. Um, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna reap is from the Spirit. And from the Spirit I reap eternal life. 
Why? Because I'm reaping directly from God, who is life. God is life. He's my source of life. God is my, my source of freedom, my source of joy, my source of righteousness. And so, and so as the Holy Spirit really just began to shine a light in this passage of scripture, I, I just felt this, this provoking of, of man, I, I really, I can honestly say I want to reap from the spirit, not from my flesh. I don't want to reap death. Why would anyone in their right mind choose to reap death? Like, I can't think of many people who would say that. I want better quality of life. I want more joy. I want more aliveness. I want more happiness. I want more power. Like, I, these are the things that I want. And I only get those things if I'm con more connected with God. See, the more connected we are with God, the more connected we are with our source of life. We have no good thing. We have no life apart from Him. And so I begin to realize there are things in my life that I'm doing that are actually sowing into my flesh. Simple things, even things that aren't inherently sinful, guys. And this is where, again, I, I mentioned the tender conviction of the Lord because it's kindness. It's mercy. Honestly, it's an answer to prayer. If you've ever prayed a prayer of like, God, I want more of you. God, I want to hunger for you more. God, I want to see you more. I want to know you more. I want greater revelation of you. Guys, the only way that we get that is if we empty ourselves more of our own flesh, of our own desires, of our old sinful nature, and we begin to actually walk in, in, in our lives as the new creations that, that the Lord says that we are, once we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we're, we're made new. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Our old sinful ways, our old habits have passed away and all things have become new. And so we need to begin to actually live like that if we want to see transformation in our lives. If we, you know, get saved, so to speak, you know, by praying the prayer, believing, even if it's genuine, if it's in our hearts, but we don't actually live according to the reality that we've been made new. If we keep living in our own, our old patterns, our old mindsets, our own old way of thinking and doing things, then we're still sowing into the flesh. We're still doing things the same way that we did before we had the Spirit of God in us. And so therefore, we're going to continue to reap from the flesh. If we want to grow in the ways of the Lord, if we want to grow in holiness, if we want to grow in hunger, if we want to grow in the knowledge of God, if we want to grow in, in greater power and authority in our prayer lives, if we want to be, begin to see and, and, and feel God more, experience His presence more, then we need to do things that are going to get us more connected with Him and less connected with our old nature, our old sinful fleshly nature. How do we do that? We sow into the Spirit. We actively choose to stop sowing into the flesh and to start sowing into the spirit. And it's the little things, guys. And I'm going to share a quick story. A couple weeks ago, I was driving to church and um, I was praying, you know, just praying for our congregation, praying for, for me about to lead worship, praying for my worship team, just that we would, the Lord would use us to, to um, you know, minister his heart that, that that he would work humility in us and that his name would be glorified, praying for, for the pastor who was sharing that day, just, just praying all good prayers. I knew that my prayers were like biblical prayers according to God's will, but honestly, my heart felt so disconnected and, and it got to the point where I just got honestly really frustrated. I was like, 
I just interrupted my own prayer and I was like, God, I, why do I feel so disconnected? Like, I know that I'm praying prayers that, that are in agreement with your will. So why do I feel so far from you right now? Like, how come I don't feel like I'm in partnership with you? What, what is this? What's getting in the way? And immediately I pictured myself the day before I had chosen to spend my afternoon. It had been a long week. I was really tired and I had chosen to watch a few episodes of a, a show on Netflix not a bad show, like PG rated, totally fine, not sinful at all. And, uh, but I had remembered actively like processing in my mind, like, okay, if like, I can choose to watch this show right now, or I can choose to like read my Bible or listen to worship music or do something that's going to actively like be sowing into my spirit. And I just said, you know what? I've had an amazing week of fellowship with the Lord. Like, I just really don't have the mental capacity to process anything more of God right now. So I'm just gonna watch this TV show. So I actually had this dialogue with the Lord before watching the show. And every single time a new episode came on, I like had the conversation again in my head of like, do I want to sit here for another 45 minutes and watch another episode? Or do I want to change what I'm doing with my time? And, um, and so I chose, I think it was like two or three episodes of this show that I just watched. And, and again, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad thing. And even when, when I, I, I asked the Holy Spirit, why do I feel so disconnected? And immediately he showed me that picture of me the day before. I wasn't, I didn't have condemnation. I didn't even feel conviction. Like he was saying, yeah, like that was wrong for you to do. But he was, he was just directly answering my question. God, what is it that made that God in the way of my connectedness with you? And he showed me, Rachel, you're reaping the fruit of you sowing into your flesh. See, when you chose to sow into your flesh last night, what happened was you sowed into the thing that disconnects us. And so now we're not as connected as we used to be. And you sowing into the spirit right now and dialoguing with me is reconnecting us. But we have to reestablish the connection. It's not just there immediately. And I was so grateful. I was so moved by his kindness and his tenderness and his mercy. And I was so stirred. And, and so it's really begun this dialogue in, in my life where I've just been asking the Lord, God, continue to show me areas in my life where I'm choosing to sow into my flesh. And again, guys, it, it's not even the sinful things. And, and, and I want you to hear me in this. This is like not meant to, to, to come across as me calling people to some like weird legalistic religious thing. But I just began to realize like my reality was, do I actually want as much of God as I've, as I say I do? Do I actually want the Lord to answer the prayers that I've been praying? Because if I really am serious about the prayers that I'm praying, then I have to realize that I am called as a believer to lay down certain things. I'm called to, like, my life is going to look different now than it used to look. My life should look different. It should look set apart from the way that the world lives. And so if my friends who don't know the Lord are sitting and watching Netflix for three or four hours at a time, and I'm walking with the Lord, and I'm supposed to look different, then sometimes that looks like I'm sowing into my spirit, and I'm actually foregoing the legitimate non-sinful things that I could be doing to bring me joy, which honestly, like the joy in comparison from that, even the peace is n nothing compares to the Lord. But so many of us just haven't even tapped into the fullness of what the Lord has to offer that we don't even understand it. But if we would actually begin to believe what scripture has to say about 
the infinite greatness of God, about his goodness, about the joy and the life that he brings. You guys, I'm telling you, we would not have any desire to settle for anything less. I'm finding that the more that I ask myself, okay, when I do this, am I sowing into my spirit or am I sowing into the flesh? Oh, you know what? It kind of feels neutral. Let me tell you guys, there's no such thing as neutral ground. If you are not sowing into the spirit, where are you sowing? You're sowing into something that's not the spirit. So therefore, you're sowing into something that's disconnecting you from the spirit of God. Ask yourself, begin that, that dialogue. And, and, and man, as I've been asking that, that question more in my day-to-day life, the more that I'm beginning to notice little things that I do or things that I don't do where I've just assumed it's not negative because it's neutral, but in the neutrality, in the passivity, it actually is breeding more disconnectedness. And I don't want that, guys. I'm just sharing my heart with you. I'm just being real right now. Um, and I really believe that that God wants to do so much more. He wants to give us so much more of himself. He wants to release so much more love and joy and, and the fruit of the spirit in us. But if we are choosing to sow into our flesh, then what we're going to reap is from the flesh. If we want to reap fruit from the spirit, we have to be sowing into the spirit. And so if you've been asking for grace to walk in the fruit of the spirit, if you've been asking, like I said, for an increase of the presence of God in your life, an increase of revelation on who he is, any of these things, but you're choosing day by day by day to sow primarily into your flesh, or maybe not even primarily, but there are things that you're doing that, that even now maybe the Holy Spirit is reminding you like, hey, this is an area of your life where you're not sowing into the spirit. Do you want to choose to sow into the spirit and see what will happen? Again, it's not a condemning thing. It's a thing that's meant to cause you to come into more of the fullness of what God has for us, more connectedness with the giver of life. And so, so my prayer for you guys this week is that honestly, you'll, you'll kind of be stung with, with the same thing that's been stinging my heart lately. And that's just the, what am I willing to sacrifice? What am I willing to let go of to be sowing into the spirit so that I can reap life so that I can reap from the spirit because I want more of God. I really do. I really do, guys, and I want that for you. And so I, I just encourage you this week to, to meditate on Galatians 6, 8. Meditate on that passage. Dialogue with the Holy Spirit about it. Ask Him to tenderly convict you in His kindness, lead you to repentance, lead you to a changing of the mind and a changing of the habit to where you're no longer sowing into the flesh, but you're sowing into the Spirit. I have already gone over my time, so I'm going to stop there for today. But... Um, I will talk to you guys next week. Listen, I just want to ask you again, if this touched your heart, if this impacted you, stirred you in any way, please subscribe to my podcast. Share this on social media. Text it to a friend. Encourage them to, to track and it'll mean the world to me. But yeah, I will, I will talk to you guys next Friday. I hope you have an awesome week. Thanks for listening.